Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. Take our Bibles and let's go to the book of um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. That's awesome. For those of you who just got a fright, we're doing that on the first scripture of the, of the message. We're glad about the Word of God. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we are speaking about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we've been dealing on the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you were not here, please get the messages. It's on YouTube and the podcast available. And you can get it there and listen to it, make notes, study it. Because if we do not know the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we will never be able to operate in them. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 10, the Bible says this, These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. And the Spirit searches all things. Now, um, give, me one of the, give me a cloth or something there, please, if, I, if, there's, if there is one. Cloth. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Let's read verse 10 again. These are the things God has revealed to them or to us through His Spirit. What does the word reveal mean? Here's my iPhone here, and I can cover this up. This doesn't mean the iPhone is not here. It is here. It's just not revealed. It's like faith. Faith is the most simplest thing to live by. The just shall live by faith. For me, it's so easy to live in faith because I got this revelation. If we have to switch off all the lights in this building, all the camera lights, television lights, it will be pitch black in this house because there's no windows here right does that mean the chairs is not here does that mean you're not here everybody's still here lights are still lights are here you here it's just not switched on and the same with the gifts of the holy spirit it's available and working in each one of you but it's not revealed and because it's not revealed, you, you don't know where it is and you can't operate in them. And so I'm going to help you to understand how this works. Because the Holy Spirit is the revealer of your gift. So tonight, I believe God's going to touch certain people here and reveal their gifts. It's in you. It's operating already in some of you. You're just not seeing it. And then it carries on and he says the following... It says here in verse number 10 that the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So let's dissect this, this, this scripture. Firstly, the Holy Spirit is the revealer of gifts. Secondly, He searches all things. Look at this. The deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit is not just power. 
The Holy Spirit is not just wind and fire and dove. The Holy Spirit is a person. We cannot understand the gifts of God if we don't understand where the gifts come from and who gives the gifts. And the Holy Spirit is the one that gives it. It's like um, we say the Holy Ghost is power and it's might. You must understand it is the, the outflow of the source. We all should have ovens in our home, right? All right. The oven is there. It's the power source, but it's not a creator. It doesn't create anything. It's just the source of power. It's not a person. It can't think for himself. That oven cannot think for himself. That oven cannot do anything by itself. It's only a source of power flowing into it. gives me something. But I still need a person to switch that thing on. And so the Holy Spirit is a person. Worth, here it is, a personality. And here's the thing I want to focus on tonight. With intelligence. He's got a massive IQ. And so I want to focus on the IQ of the Holy Spirit tonight. The central intelligent, intelligence system of a man is the Holy Spirit. He's not just power. He's not just the oven. He's the intelligence of God. And the Bible says this. He searches the deep things of God. He's intelligent. He is mighty. He is my central intelligent agent. He's my CIA. Intelligence is different from education. I know a lot of people who's got great education, but not intelligent. And I know people who's got no education, but very intelligent. It's two different things that you must understand how it works. And if you don't understand this, you will never op operate in it. And if you don't understand the power of intelligence of the Holy Spirit, you will always go back into the default system of your life and not allow the Holy Spirit to override your intelligence. And will always be a natural thing that you're operating in. So I'm going to take you to the gifts of the Holy Spirit just now. So let me just stay with me. Your life today is a direct indication of whose voices you are listening to. This is where I am now. This is what I have. It's because there are voices in your life. The voices that are speaking to you are the ones that influences your life. There are people that are critical. That's why you're critical. There are people who are poor and they constantly speak poverty in your mind and you start believing that. People who are religious will constantly speak into your mind and all of a sudden you will start believing that. The Bible says Galatians chapter 3, I think it's verse 1. Bossy, um, help me out with that one. But it says, who has bewitched you? Is it 3-1? Who has bewitched you? I can pick it up like this. If, if relationships are out of sync. It's like, what's happening here? And the only thing I always come back to is Galatians. Galatians 3-1. Oh foolish Galatians, who? Not what has bewitched you. Who's that person that you've been speaking to the past 24 hours because now all of a sudden I can't sync with you? Something is wrong. Why are you leaving the church? Who bewitched you? You used to pray and tithe and 
be an usher and now all of a sudden you're nothing. Leaving the house of God. All of a sudden we had a relationship and we were intact with each other. And then all of a sudden something happened and you, I, I can't put my finger on that thing. Trying to figure out why are we disconnecting here somewhere. And it's not a what happened, it's a who that happened. Who have you been texting the past week? Who have you been texting the past hour? Who have you been texting the past 24 hours? Because all of a sudden, we were good on good terms. But who came in? And then the Bible says, bewitched you. And the same with the Holy Spirit. Is who is speaking into your life that says the gifts is not for today? Who are we listening today? My life that I live right now is a direct indication of the voices I have in my life. I make very sure that the voices I listen to are not voices of criticism, of hatred, of offense, of bitterness, and of people who don't have a vision for their lives, and people that want to hang around with the ducks and the chickens. I, I don't hang around with those things. I want people that can speak into me and say, you can go bigger. You can build bigger. You are more, there's more in you than what you experience by yourself. You can make a billion. Come on. You need that people in your life. When I'm at my lowest, I need that message. I need that WhatsApp. I need that encouragement. Don't keep quiet. No, I don't want to bother you. Then you know what? Just bother someone else. I need you in my life to lift up and to pray and encourage and stand with me. <laughs> because that is where the Holy Ghost comes from. He's my central, my CIA, my central intelligent agent. Operating. And if I don't listen to him, I'm going to override his voice and I'm going to start listening to the natural side. And that's why we become conformed to the things around us. So my question to you is, well, let me ask you this. Who's hanging around you? Who is speaking to your life? Who are you hanging around with? I like them. They make me laugh. We all make you laugh. We all look wonderful. I'm talking about that if they got the intelligence to believe and take you to the place that you say, that is the Holy Ghost speaking right there. Some people will give me one sentence, one word, and that one word is a whole book in my mind because the Holy Spirit comes and He says, that word that was just spoken was not just in the natural. It was driven by the Holy Spirit. Obey the word, listen to the word, and you start seeing the miracle power of God manifesting. That's why it's so easy to speak Afrikaans. Here's the thing. Because I was surrounded with Afrikaans-speaking people. And my life consisted out of Afrikaans language. You grew up as a Zulu, right? Nobody had to teach him anything else because his environment, the people he surrounded himself with, Taught him to speak Zulu. English speaking people, that's why English is there. Because you are surrounded by people who speak English the whole time. Who's speaking in your life? Because the people who are speaking in your life, you'll start speaking just like them. 
And I'm not talking about Afrikaans and English and Zulu now. I'm talking about are you, are you, are you a person that speaks the word? Are you a negative speaker? Are you a positive speaker? Are you a defeated speaker? Are you a victim speaker? What are you, what's your language? Because the people surrounding you determines everything. And that's why I want to push you tonight to surround yourself with the Holy Spirit. Surround you with the language of the Holy Spirit. Surround you with the language that says you are above and not beneath. You're going to make it. You're not going to be defeated. Come on, there's a hope for you. There's a future for you. There is greater things for you to come. Let me tell you something. There's greater things even for the city to come. We must believe it. I love it when people come in my presence and they say, you know what, Dad, when we left your presence, we feel encouraged. And I'm thinking, I don't even say anything. But the presence I carry of positive and motivation and, and, and stuff like that just pours out of me. Surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with people who can influence you to become the best of life. One of the greatest enemies of hearing the Holy Spirit is busyness and stress. The Bible says, be still. And no. I think I have done verse 10 well. Let's go to verse 11. <laughs> Preach that thing. I really did not come to preach. Verse 11. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man who is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. I want to know what's the things of God. I want to discern the things of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says here that the Holy Spirit reveals unto us the secrets and the information here it is, of God. You must write this down. You're, getting, you're going to get this now. What is he searching? And what is he revealing? Here it is. He's searching and revealing the deep things of God concerning the purpose of your life. How can you be happy if you don't know what's your purpose? Most people are depressed because they don't have a purpose. Circumstances come and they get challenged. Circumstances overthrow them because there's no purpose. They lost finances, lost marriage, lost children. And because there's no purpose, they can't wake up the next morning. My purpose drives me. My purpose brings me to this place. My purpose gets me on this platform. Even when my flesh cannot do it, I get on this platform because there's a purpose in me to produce what God wants to do. And it's not about me. If it was about me, I would not preach some Sundays. It's about you. You are the sheep. Pastor, you taught me that. I said, I said to him, Pastor, I, I, can't, I can't do this. Can't preach. He says, it's not about you, it's about the sheep. Feed them. Hello? Feed them. Give them the food. 
And you have to separate yourself from your emotional turmoils and storm and get into the central intelligence of the Holy Ghost and say, Holy Ghost, for 30 minutes, have grace upon me. Just like Samson, I'm standing between the walls, between the pillars. I don't have any strength. But Holy Ghost, let the Spirit of God come upon me. So how can I be happy if I don't have a purpose? The Holy Ghost is the one that knows your purpose. I don't have to pray to when I buy a suit. I don't pray should I buy black or blue or gray. My intelligence is, in, is okay for that. A lot of people pray about stupid stuff. <clears throat> should I buy a white bread or a brown bread? Pray. I'm telling you, that's what they do. It's like... Choose a bread. Eat this thing with peanut butter and syrup. Just get it in your system. <laughs> Stop praying about it. I don't pray which car or what color to buy. If I like white, I'm going to buy a white car. If I like a red car, I'm going to buy the red car. Hello? But a lot of people are so in this whole thing. The Holy Ghost comes into this dimension of, listen to this. He doesn't have to tell me a red, blue, white car that I can decide by myself. But the Holy Ghost comes in where he says, give us this day. My daily bread. Feed me and nourish me in this. Because what I do now in my life, at this age of my life, is not what I did 20 years ago. My mind... Today is not like when I was 30 or 20. My vision I had in the 20s is no longer the same. My purpose, I believe, for in my 30s are no longer the same now. I have grown and by the Holy Spirit's intelligence, guiding me, leading me, listening to Him, He put us into the right direction of where we are now. Say purpose. Let me take you to verse 12. You still getting something? We're nearly done. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. That we might, come on, that we might, what? The things that have been freely, freely given to us, by God. What are those things? I'm going to help you now. Let's go back to that verse 12, please. Now you have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that we have been freely given to us by God. Look at me. Joseph, his brothers, stood in the midst of all the millions of people. They did not know that they that Joseph is their brother. Look at this. He's not been revealed to them. He's there speaking to them, giving them stuff. They're not understanding and they have not come to the place where they have been revealed. 
by the Spirit of God. Do you know that you are sitting here and there are millions of rands waiting for you? There are positions waiting for you. There are breakthroughs waiting for you. There are miracles waiting for you. But it's been not being revealed because we don't allow the Holy Ghost to reveal the things to us. So Holy Ghost, come and reveal my purpose to me. Come on, reveal my destiny to me. How many of you believe that tonight? Can you pray a little bit in the Holy Ghost? I access my purpose. I want to know my destiny. I want to know my future. I want to know where I'm going, God. Take your seats quickly. I want to finish with verse 14 quickly. Hallelujah. Verse 14 says this. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. Let me use an example. A natural person who doesn't have the Holy Ghost as his central intelligence. A prophetic word will come from this platform and will say, thus saith the Lord. And you will know what that word means. But the natural person goes, Because the Holy Ghost is not revealed to him. Why are they speaking in tongues? They're demon possessed. Crazy, fanatics, cults. The natural man will tell you, you are a cult. I've had people tell me all the time, you're the cult leader. (laughs) On Facebook, I'm the cult leader. We heal the sick and we pray in tongues and we do the supernatural and all this stuff. When we start praying in the Holy Ghost, you'll see the natural person get uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong because we want to push him into the Spirit. But here's the thing, they they don't understand the things of the Spirit. Once you understand the things of the Spirit, you start flowing in that. That's why we come to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you don't understand the gifts that are freely given to you, you will never operate in them. You'll just, what? Just happened there. Verse 14, we're nearly done. I want you to write something very powerfully down. But let me just first read it. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are what? spiritually discerned. Write the following down. When it doesn't make sense to you, that's from God. Because faith doesn't make sense. The supernatural doesn't make sense. Speaking in tongues doesn't make sense. Taking two fish Five loaves and feed 15,000 people. We were on that site. 
where Jesus took the fish and he took the loaves and he started preaching the gospel and he fed the Bible says 5,000 men, excluding women and children. So easily 15,000 people sitting there, preaching without a sound system. And previously he did miracles like he would heal the blind man, raise Lazarus, and that is individual miracles. On that day, 15,000 people put a miracle in their mouths. A corporate miracle took place. Now that is not believed or understood by the natural man. Because that is what? Two fish, five loaves, feeding 15,000 people? How about somebody walking on the water? Nikki said, we, while we were on the Sea of Galilee, he says, I can just imagine Aquaman walking here. That's how Jesus is, the superhero. Think about that, Jesus walking on the water, in the storm, in the, it's dark, it's thunder and light. Here, all of a sudden, a man comes walking on the boat, and then he tells you, get out of the boat, Peter, let's walk a little bit. I mean, that's crazy, that's ridiculous. But faith doesn't make sense. The supernatural doesn't make sense. When there's a little bit of flour left and a little bit of oil, she's, she's about to die, this widow woman. She says, I'm going to make this flour and make this oil, put it together. I'm going to make a little cake for me and my son, and then we're going to eat it, and then we're going to die. And the Bible says she was planning to go and sit by the grave of her son. And she told him, whoever dies first, throw me in the grave and wait there and make sure that the that ravens doesn't come and eat us up. That's how far they've already planned the funeral and a man of God walks in he says before you make that meal give it to me that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense at all the newspapers would have written Pastor Nikki taking the last widow's meal but that woman she says I'm going to trust you as a man of God if you says bring my offering bring my tithes I'm going to die either way but let me put it in the hand of a prophet. And all of a sudden, the supernatural gets activated. Woo. My God. And so here it is, thanks, Andre. We all have a sense of the Holy Spirit. We just need to start developing it. You know that thing that you uh, felt? Mm, I don't like that guy. I just don't, I can't put my finger on it. Why is he here? What is she doing here? That's the Holy Ghost, man. You just need to now react to that. Develop that. Don't sign that contract. Don't do that. That's the Holy Ghost speaking. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse, let's start at verse 7. Well, let's start at verse 1, then verse 7 to verse, I think, 10, and then I'm going to let you go. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 1 to verse number, verse 1 and verse 7 to verse 10. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, what does he say? Ah, ignorance is a decision. For real. You can decide to be ignorant. Let's rather use that word. But the Holy Ghost, I've, I've taught you now for 20 minutes. He is your intelligence. I don't have to be stupid. Sorry. I don't have to be ignorant. 
I can be intelligent in everything I do because of the Holy Ghost. Not just being the power and the fire and the wind and the glory and the power. The Holy Ghost is my intelligence. Now, I don't want you to be ignorant. Look at this. Verse, um, verse 7. Let's go there. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Say this with me. The Holy Spirit's gifts is given to me. It's not for the pastor and the apostle and the evangelist. It's for all believers. Amen. Now, let me just read, carry on. For the one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, through the other one, the word of knowledge. We've discussed word of wisdom. We've discussed word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another one, faith. We've done that. To another one, the gifts of healings. I'm going to touch on that now. By the same Spirit. To another one, the working of miracles. To another one, prophecy. I think I've done that last week. To another one, discerning of spirits. We've done that. To another one, different kinds of tongues. And another one, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all things distributing to each individual, not fivefold, as He wills. Hallelujah. So, let me speak to you on the gifts of healing for literally 10 minutes and you can go home. The gifts of healing. Say gifts. Say gifts of healings. In other words, there are different gifts operating for different diseases. So in my life, let me use my life, or let me first start with my dad. My dad had the gift of healing for deaf ears. I, I, I cannot remember in my whole life that he has not prayed for one person whose ears did not open up. In every service I was, that he prayed for a person who had deaf ears, their ears open. He had the gifts, and he taught, he taught me this. He says, it's the gifts of healings. He says, my healing ministry is the deaf ears and the blind eyes. And so, he'll pray for other people, and they will get healed. But when he focuses on those two, the miracle happens. In my life, I have different gifts of healings operating. Cancers, for instance, is something that I operate in. Creative miracles is what we operate in. Deaf ears operate in them. And so I had to learn through the years, where is my giftings that's operating? So when I do miracle crusades or like the movement of the supernatural, I'm going to call, you'll hear me, I'll call out people who's got incurable diseases, people who's got cancer, let the deaf ears come because I know that's my flow. The other miracles God's going to do, but that is the flow to stir faith in the hearts of the people. Now let's go to Matthew 16 verse 18 quickly. I want you just to write down a couple of things on this, on this uh, gift. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. 
And whatever you bind on this earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on this earth shall be loosened in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one uh, that he was Jesus the Christ. Now, I want to lay that foundation because you have keys of the kingdom. I've taught you now the Holy Ghost. He's freely given you all things. The free gift is the Holy Spirit's gifts, what we are discussing. And you can now operate in them. Now, let me show you how miracles happen. Some miracles happen, or excuse me, some healings happen immediately. Like this. Immediate miracles. Deaf ear will open. An immediate healing took place. Matthew chapter 8 and verse number 3. Then Jesus put his hand and touched him saying, I'm willing, be cleansed. An immediate, look at that, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. An immediate healing took place. Then you have a gradual healing. Which means it takes time. John chapter 4 verse number 52 then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. Look at that. The hour when he got better. And they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Now a gradual miracle took place. Jesus prayed. The man got healed. And then he asked him, When did the miracle took place? When did the fever leave? And then they gave the time. Sometimes you'll pray for people and nothing will happen. Don't get discouraged. And don't say, oh, it didn't work. No prayer doesn't work. And, and no seed you've ever sown doesn't come up. May not come up tomorrow, but it's going to come up. No prayer is not unanswered. All prayers will be answered. It's caught up in a bowl in heaven and your intercessor, Jesus Christ, is praying for you. So you must understand all prayers will be, will be answered. All seed will be given. All prayers that I pray for the sick, even if he's not healed in front of my eyes. I am not walking away there and say, mm, that didn't work. No, I'm going to phone that guy. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to get him on the stage next week and say, what happened when we prayed for you? No, I got pain when I got back to my seat. It was still severe. But when I drove home, it felt better. And the next morning I woke up and I was healed gradual miracle Jesus said to, the, to this one person he says go and be healed so I got instantaneous miracles or healings we've got gradual healings number three we also have miracles happen through the spoken word of God so healings, healing can take place through the spoken word Matthew 8 verse 8 <clears throat> The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. So how does this work? Healings can take place when we pray for people and the aunt can be in East London. We've had people over television. Miracles happening over television. Through the spoken word, I will go and say, Somebody's watching now who's got arthritis, can't move their legs or, or knees or whatever, but God is healing you right now. The spoken word goes out and the miracle starts happening. So that's how healings, the gifts of healings operate. Sometimes it's through the presence of Jesus. 
through the presence of Jesus. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord is present to heal them all. Why do I create, not me, with my team. Why do we create an atmosphere for the presence of God? Because when He comes, miracles happen. So when He's present, He heals. You get it? Last one. James chapter 5 and verse number 14. Just put that on. I didn't think I gave that one to you. James 5 and verse number 14. Is anyone sick among you? Let him call of the elders of the church. Let them pray over him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith, the next verse is, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, it shall be forgiven him. So another miracle is by the elders of the church, Ephesians of the church, the leadership of the church. When you are sick, you call them. Something I still can't get of 15 years of ministry is this. People lay in hospital for three days. And then an angel appeared unto us in the office. And the angel said to us, Brother so-and-so is laying in ward D. Go and pray for him or her. Then we get to the hospital and then they mad at us. Been laying here for three days. Not one church person came. Pastor Mavis will tell you, some of you laying in the hospital on your deathbed, not one phone call. Can the elders come and pray for me? Let them bring the oil worth because the prayer of faith and the anointing oil will save the sick. So I want you to understand tonight in this house that God is doing supernatural miracles. And God wants you to operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen. Amen. Now for the next four or five minutes, we're going to activate you to do miracles in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. So would you please stand with me tonight? Now listen. Let me help you quickly before you go into works. I don't want you to work for your gift. Hello? It's given to you. It's freely. My children in, at Christmas or when it's their birthdays, they don't go, I open this gift in the name of Jesus. I paint this Christmas wrapping paper that has come into the gift. 
behind that PlayStation that's made in China. Weird people. That's from China. Your car you drive is from China. Your iPhone is from China and your Samsung and your iWii and whatever. Don't get so mixed up with all this religious bondages out there. The Holy Ghost is a free gift. All we're going to do tonight is say thank you for the gift of, of healing that I can operate in it and you will start seeing the miracle working power of God this week operating through your hands to the lives of people. Are you ready for that? So lift your hands. Very easy. Would you please say this with me? Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit I, receive I receive the free gifts, the free gifts. Of the, kingdom of the kingdom upon my life, upon my life. Tonight, tonight I access, I access the, gift of the gift of healing use my hands use my, hands. Use my, mouth, use my mouth to pray for the sick to heal the sick to bring joy to the sick thank you Holy Spirit that I'm an activator of the supernatural from this moment on I am activated to do healings in Jesus name now thank the Lord come on thank him thank him thank him thank him Come on, you can do better than this. Thank the Lord for the miracle power of God. Hallelujah. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.